hello. Welcome to another story about the Peters family. The name of this week's story is Mama Peters Gets Peeved. As always, we've included a line from a hymn or a hymn title within the story. If you recognize it, send your answer to whimsywins at gmail.com. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize. Our story, The Prolific Pride of the Peters from a couple of weeks ago, included the hymn, All the Way My Savior Leads Me. But we didn't have a winning answer for that story. However, Fletcher and Maisie of Granbury, Texas, sent in another answer from another story. And since it was correct, we have declared them the winners. Great job, Fletcher and Maisie. We're a little late getting your prize out, but we'll get it out, the Lord willing, by the weekend. Now let's get to this week's story. Mama Peters gets peeved. Taking a break from school for the summer didn't exactly mean Mama Peters would have much downtime. Between helping Pearson and Penelope stay on top of math so they wouldn't forget the new concepts they'd learned during the school year, and registering new families for the homeschool co-op, of which the Peters were a part, Mama Peters wondered if things would ever settle down. But as she stayed in bed for a few extra minutes that morning, she reminded herself that the good thing was that it was summer and she looked forward to getting the responsibilities out of the way and having things get finished so she could enjoy some light reading and a slower, more casual pace that summer. Daddy Peters' voice interrupted Mama Peters' thoughts. Mama Peters, I'd like Pearson and Penelope to pull weeds on the side of the house today. You know the part, so would you show them what they need to do before it gets too warm outside? Mama Peters nodded. Sure, sweetie. They can weed while I'm making cupcakes of every kind under the sun for the ladies' Bible study year-end event. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be praying for your day, Mama Peters. I love you. He leaned down to kiss Mama Peters before leaving for work. A few moments later, Mama Peters got up, poured herself a cup of coffee, and began to tidy up the guest room for the Wells family who were coming to stay the night on their way to visit some of their relatives. It would be no trouble at all to have them. The Wells were really good friends, and things would be relaxed. And besides, it would be a short visit. The ringing of the phone startled Mama Peters. She left off cleaning to answer it. Mrs. Lynch, the women's ministries director, was calling. Hi, Mama Peters. Hey, I hate to have to ask you this, but is it possible for you to make 150 cupcakes instead of the 100 I originally requested? We've had some more women sign up. Though Mama Peters was only too happy to help, her obligations had begun to pile up, and adding 50 more cupcakes might mean an extra trip to the store, which she really hadn't counted on that day. She was hopeful she had enough ingredients on hand, even though she wasn't sure. And already, her schedule was being disrupted. Mama Peters began to feel the slightest of pressure well up within her. After Pearson Penelope and their twin sisters Priscilla and Patience had awakened and eaten breakfast, Mama Peters showed Pearson and Penelope the area of the yard Daddy Peters wanted them to weed. Also, while you're pulling weeds, I'll be putting the cupcakes together. And afterwards, I'd like your help installing the new tarps on the storage sheds. Mama Peters realized her to-do list was growing, and she was really feeling the stress of time constraints. But she wanted to make it look as nice as possible because the Wells family would be visiting later that day. Mama Peters left Pearson and Penelope to weed and decided to let the twins play in the backyard with some yard toys. Playing outside was good for them, 
and she could keep a watchful eye on them from the kitchen window. At last, Mama Peter stepped back in the kitchen where she pulled out the ingredients for the cupcakes, which included sugar, flour, eggs, cocoa, vanilla, baking soda, and whatever else was needed. No sooner had she begun mixing the ingredients together and filling the cupcake papers with the batter for the first three dozen cupcakes when the phone rang. She quickly stuck the three pans of cupcake batter in the preheated oven and hurried to answer the phone. She observed that it was Daddy Peter's on the caller ID. She wiped her hands off on her apron and breathlessly answered, Hello? Hi, sweetie, Daddy Peter's responded. I neglected to tell you that I need to drop off the car at the dealership for an oil change and tire rotation after work, so I'll need a ride home. Mama Peter's paused. Ah... Okay. Is that a problem, darling? Daddy Peters wanted to know. Well, not exactly, but but I sure wish you'd given me more of a notice. You know I'm super busy today. She was trying not to sound impatient, although her tone indicated that she was. Mama Peters felt terrible about feeling any sort of impatience at her sweet husband. I'm sorry, Mama Peters. I can try to get home another way. Maybe the dealership will have a shuttle. I'll let you know. No, it's okay. I'll figure it out. I love you too. I'll see you soon, Lord willing. Thanks, Mama Peters. I need to get back to work. It's busy here. I love you, darling. After they'd hung up, Mama Peters breathed a silent prayer, asking the Lord to help her stay calm, and began humming, All that thrills my soul is Jesus, as she hustled back to the kitchen. Before she checked the cupcakes, She began cleaning up the mess in the kitchen, wiping down the counters and putting the ingredients back in their place. She still had cupcakes to bake, but at least the batter was ready to go. She took a quick peek inside the oven and was pleased with what she saw. The cupcakes were setting up nicely. They looked beautiful and smelled delightful. She was pleased as punch. Only a few more minutes to go and they would be finished. Suddenly, the loud crying in the backyard got her attention. Mama Peters raced outside to the backyard, where Priscilla was holding her finger. She had gotten stung by a bee, and there was pandemonium. Patience had joined her sister in the screaming. And she hadn't even gotten stung! Scooping Priscilla up, she took her in the house and applied ointment to the sting site. Mama Peters kissed Priscilla's finger but Priscilla squirmed out of Mama Peters' arms and scurried back outside. After things had settled down, Mama Peters turned back to the oven. Figuring the cupcakes were finished baking, she checked on her masterpieces. She was crestfallen when she saw the cupcakes. Though she'd only spent a few minutes tending to Priscilla, it was just enough time for the cupcakes to overbake slightly. She knew the frosting and filling would compensate, and no one would even notice the cupcakes had been overbaked. But there was no way those cupcakes would be served at the ladies' event. She had a reputation as an expert cupcake maker, and she wasn't about to let Mrs. Lynch down. Her pride just wouldn't allow it. She was so annoyed when she tossed all 36 of the cupcakes into the trash. Even as her anger began to build within her, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 came to mind. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Mama Peter stubbornly refused to listen to what the Spirit was prompting her to do. 
inwardly she argued with herself. How am I supposed to feel thankful for the busyness of the day and for the things, all the things I have left to do? This day has been a disaster so far. Even as she mused on such thoughts, Mama Peters knew she wasn't speaking truth to herself. Sure, some things had gone wrong, but it was hardly a disaster. But Mama Peters didn't care right then. She began to utter audibly, Why did I ever agree to make these cupcakes in the first place? And why did they ask me? I'm too busy as it is, and I already do a lot at the church. She was so absorbed in her angry thoughts that she didn't notice that girly, the Peters's chocolate lab, had been busily digging in the trash in her quest for the cupcakes. She had spilled trash everywhere. The floor was a mess. She had knocked over the can, and she was licking her mouth. She looked as though she was smiling, if dogs could really smile. But Mama Peters knew Girlie's belly was stuffed, and that the cupcakes would be coming out from one end or the other pretty soon. That was the last straw. Mama Peters yelled, Penelope! Pearson! Bring the twins in and get in here fast! All four of the kids came running. Mama Peters was beside herself. She began talking quickly and stammering as she shouted out orders. Pearson, please keep, please, please, please keep up, clean up around the trash can. Penelope, get girly, take her outside. I, I know she's going to get those cup, she, she's going to get those cupcakes discharged. Those cupcakes are going to come out of her belly very soon. That dog, and I'm, I'm going to need both of you to help me get ready for the wells who are coming in the early evening. Also, Pearson, take the girls upstairs and put them in bed for their, for their morning naps. Pearson looked somewhat puzzled. He knew that the twins had outgrown their morning naps some months ago. But, Mama Peters, the girls don't... He began before Mama Peters cut him off. Pearson, I'd really appreciate it if you wouldn't argue with me and do what I say. I don't need your advice, really. Pearson's face registered the hurt he felt. But Mama Peters was too wrapped up in mixing more cupcake batter to notice. Additionally, the phone rang for the third time that morning. What now? Who in the world could be calling? Mama Peters was none too happy. Pearson stood with his mouth agape as he held each of the twins by their hand. He listened as Mama Peters answered the phone. Oh, oh, hi, Mrs. Wells. Sure, that's no problem at all. That's fine. I'm glad you're making better time than you expected to make. So we'll expect you a couple of hours earlier than you had thought. Sure. All right, bye-bye now. Though Mrs. Wells didn't know it, the thought of the Wells arriving a couple of hours earlier than expected put Mama Peters on edge. She didn't slam the phone receiver down, but she came very close. She was so irritated, and Pearson noticed. Mama Peters stared at Pearson and was chagrined by her poor attitude, but she was in no mood to talk about it. Pearson, didn't I tell you to take the twins upstairs for their morning nap? Pearson looked pained again, but dutifully took the twins upstairs and placed them in their beds. Penelope stared wide-eyed at Mama Peters, but not for long. She knew she'd better snap, too, so she set about taking Girlie outside. After Girlie had emptied her stomach from both ends, Penelope cleaned up the disgusting mess. Girlie had clearly overeaten, and it was awful-looking. After Penelope finished cleaning up Girlie's mess, and before she went back inside the house, she pulled the green bin, which had the weeds inside, over to the stall 
and put the garden tools away. As Penelope went about her duties, she was feeling glum. She felt bad for Pearson, who in her opinion had been unfairly treated by Mama Peters. He had gotten a raw deal. And she was also feeling bad for Mama Peters, who was so frazzled. She began to silently pray that God would help the situation. She thought of Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. The verse lifted her spirits. She knew that Mama Peters loved the Lord, and the verse promised that everything would work together for good for those who love the Lord. She also prayed that Pearson would be quick to forgive Mama Peters and overlook that she had snapped at him, and that Mama Peters would look to God to help her with everything she had going on. She ended the prayer by asking, And Lord, could you help the cupcakes turn out well? As she came in the house from the backyard, she could see that God had already answered her prayers. Mama Peters had her arm around Pearson and was speaking to him in soft tones. Though Penelope was utterly surprised, she ought not have been, because the last part of Matthew 6, 8 reminds, For your father, that is the Lord, knows what you need before you even ask him. Penelope praised the Lord silently as she listened to Mama Peter speaking to Pearson. Pearson, I acted like a snapping turtle in the way I spoke to you, and I shouldn't have. I wasn't getting my way. I wanted to get the cupcakes done on my schedule, and it wasn't working out, and I wanted to put the tarps on the storage structures because the wells are coming, and I, and I wanted to make it, I wanted to make it look decent. But then I had to tend to Priscilla's bee sting. Then I thought you were arguing with me. And, and I lost it, Pearson. I am, I just feel terrible. You were just trying to help me by reminding me that the twins don't have morning naps anymore. But I took it personally, like you were arguing with me. And then Mrs. Wells called. And I was irritated that our good friends are coming over early. Early according to my timetable, anyway. And, and, and I just am feeling so bad about that because they're such good friends. And then on top of all of that, what made it even worse is that I was embarrassed that you'd seen me act like a spoiled brat. But I refused to repent. And I shouldn't have thrown three dozen cupcakes away. They were only overbaked around the edges. And I know that the filling that I put on and the frosting, well, the women won't even know they're overbaked and they, and they probably wouldn't even care anyway. I let my anger control me. And I threw out the cupcakes like a baby who throws a tantrum. Only I, I'm not a baby. I'm a full-grown adult who just acted like a big old baby. It's such a good reminder of why I desperately need Jesus. And the funniest thing about it is I'm embarrassed about how I acted. And yet the Lord was watching me the entire time. And that didn't even stop me from acting that way. It's just like it says in Romans 7:18. The verse speaks to our awful sin nature, which is constantly at war with the Spirit. It says, For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do good, but I cannot carry it out. And that describes me perfectly today. I don't want to sin against the Lord, but I, I did in a big way. If I had just humbled myself, I could have nipped it in the bud. But as it was, I started a mini chain of unpleasant events when I angrily threw the cupcakes away. 
This should be a good lesson not to act impulsively. The Bible instructs that we're to be slow to anger and to be quick to listen, especially when we sense that the Spirit of God is reminding us and prodding us. I didn't practice that this morning. I know I hurt your feelings, and I feel horrible about that. Would you forgive me, my son? Pearson wasted no time in answering. Of course, Mama Peters. He and Mama Peters embraced, and it was then that Mama Peters noticed Penelope standing by the sliding glass door. Oh, hi, Pen. I need to ask for your forgiveness, too. Perhaps if I hadn't thrown the cupcakes away, Girlie wouldn't have made a mess, and you wouldn't have had to clean up after her outside. I acted unbecomingly. I had an idea of how I wanted my day to go, but as Proverbs 69 says, the mind of a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. I had a plan, but God had a different plan for my day, and I wasn't happy about that. Would you forgive me for the way I've acted today? Oh, Mama Peters, it's okay. I forgive you, Penelope responded magnanimously. She walked over and gave Mama Peters a bear hug. But Mama Peters, I gotta be honest here. Girlie? Oh boy. Well, she had the cupcakes coming up from both ends, and, and it was awful. It was sickening. It was, it was putrefying. It was, it was, it was obnoxious. It was, it was repulsive. It was, it was stomach turning. Penelope gagged <laughs> a little at the thought of what she had just cleaned up outside. I better stop thinking about it or, or I'm going to throw up and, and it's going to be awful and, and sickening and, and, and putrefying and obnoxious and, re, and repulsive and, and stomach turning. Mama Peters chuckled <laughs> and put her arm around Penelope. I get what you're saying, Pen. And boy, oh boy, that couldn't have been fun. I'm really sorry, Nellie. You know it, Mama Peters. It's, it's really okay. But, if you wouldn't mind, would you not serve cupcakes for a while? I don't think I'm going to get over this anytime soon, and I'm not sure if I ever want to eat another cupcake for the rest of my life. What's this I just heard? Did someone mention cupcakes? Mama Peters, Pearson, and Penelope turned toward the open front door from where the voice was emanating. There stood Daddy Peters just inside the entryway. Mama Peters rushed to greet her husband with a kiss and immediately asked his forgiveness for her impatience on the phone earlier in the day. Oh, Daddy Peters, I didn't respond well to the pressures of the day. I wasn't getting my way, and time was getting away from me. I'm so happy to see you. I guess you were able to get a shuttle, but I'm sure sorry for the way I treated you, my sweet husband. Oh, Mama Peters, that's okay. I understand. No one reacts perfectly in all circumstances. I'm just only too happy for the Lord's grace in our lives. I knew you were frazzled when we were on the phone, so I made arrangements to help you out. I had some cupcakes delivered to my workplace, and you can use these for the ladies' Bible study event. And with that, he whipped out a large pink bakery box. He proudly opened it, and there inside was a variety of cupcakes piled high with piped frosting. When Mama Peters, Pearson, and Penelope groaned, Ah! Daddy Peters looked utterly bewildered. Did I do something wrong? Well, Daddy Peters, Pearson began to explain, you know Girlie's a chocolate lab, right? Right, Daddy Peters agreed. Well, let me put it this way, Daddy Peters, Pearson continued. 
Those chocolate cupcakes, Pearson pointed to the chocolate cupcakes inside the pink bakery box, aren't the only chocolate treats Penelope has come across today. He and Penelope looked at each other and burst into laughter. This is Grandmom's Corner. We've all had days like Mama Peters did in this week's story, haven't we? The pressures of life can get us down, and frequently, like Mama Peters, we react poorly. Or at least I do at times. Even as I was prepping for this week's story to get it to the editor, I began to get annoyed and impatient when the sound just wasn't quite right. I chuckled at the irony. This week, My oldest daughter, a high school teacher, shares about a day she had when she allowed stress and busyness to affect the way she responded. I'm a high school teacher and I teach American Sign Language and I am part of the World Language Department where we offer American Sign Language, French, and Spanish. I'm also the World Language Chair, which means that I take any issues or problems to the principal and tell them what's going on or I help any teachers in my department with their needs. Maybe they want me to order supplies, maybe they need help with a student, or they need help with technology. So two days before school starts, teachers have to arrive early, they go to meetings, they make copies, they get their classroom set up, they get their technology hooked up, they get their computers all connected. It's a little bit stressful and teachers are scurrying about just trying to get ready for that first day. One year, I was helping a teacher, and then another teacher popped in and said, hey, when you're done with that, can you help me with mine? So I went and helped them. And then I saw my email. One teacher wrote, I can't hook up my printer. Can you help me? And I said, sure. Well, then another teacher came. And at this point, I'm starting to feel a little overwhelmed because I'm thinking, when am I going to finish my stuff? And one teacher said, "Can can you help me with this? And it was such an easy task. And I said, really? You don't know how to do that? I was trying to make it sort of come across as lighthearted and kidding. I knew it was impatient and I think she got hurt feelings and I felt terrible about it. I felt really ashamed of myself. So I apologized and asked for her forgiveness and I started to wonder why did I get impatient with that? And I realized that I was feeling pulled in different directions and I was feeling stressed out. I was relying on my own strength to get me through it. So the verses that popped up in my head were Galatians 5, 22 through 23, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. The notes in my Bible say, patience is the ability to endure injuries inflicted by others and the willingness to accept irritating or painful situations. I realize that I need to work on being patient. I need to depend on the Lord to get me through that, His strength. And the last one that reminded me of this was Philippians 2-3, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourself. When we regard others more important than ourselves, the Lord's going to take care of whatever we need to get done. I can rely on His strength and not my own. The Lord willing, we'll be back next week with another story about the Peters family. Bye for now. <laughs>